Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. What is up today? <clears throat> if you're listening live, it's Tuesday, June 5th. However, this show has been pre-recorded just because... Um, the uh, my guest today is actually will be at the Search Marketing Expo next week, which is the fourth through the sixth, I believe. And um, without further ado, I'll just bring on Rand Fishkin. Rand, hey. how you doing? <laughs> good. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. So yeah, I was just this is the first time I've ever pre-recorded a show. So just <laughs> I was just kind of letting people know in case they were in the chat room or trying to call in live that. This is a That's pre-recorded right. show. Well, today, you know, technically it's your birthday, but when people hear this, it won't be anymore. So all of you in the chat room should write happy birthday, you know, hopefully four or five days in advance in order to get that nice. message correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually be 33 years old and five days by the time this airs. So we, we did want to, we, we've had kind of a, uh, I don't want to say heated, but kind of a, we're definitely on both sides of the fence on a, an issue of, kind of blogging disclosure and um so i guess we can kind of start off with the first segment of the show just each of us kind of defining which side of the fence we're on and um Sounds good. you know and yeah i mean and we'll just kind of go from there so just first of all um i want to say you know to everybody at the search marketing expo hope you're having a great time i'm sure it's going to be awesome i wish i could be there i can't it's killing me um but you know i best Best wishes to Danny and the whole show. I'm sure it's going to be a great one. Well, we're 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 definitely going to miss you there, Jeremy. But uh, hopefully, we'll we'll catch up with you very soon. Yeah, and and also before this starts, Rand Fishkin, I think, is one of the most honest and and highest integrity people. And I've told him that in person several times. <laughs> of, of, of in this business, there's it, it, there can, well, no pun intended. It can be fishy at times. Um, with Sounds like people, a pun to me. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that, Jeremy, and I, it, it does mean a lot to me. And as I said in my blog post, you know, I think that um, despite us being on on opposite sides of of this particular issue, I I really enjoy the the work that you do and the stuff that you put out there. And I think that um, in many cases it is very valuable, um, and it, it's you know it's certainly terrific to hear uh, from folks that I talk to around the industry, you know, mention your name quite a bit as, you know, as someone that they, that they garner a lot of value from. So, you know, despite the fact that, that we might have a disagreement on, on this issue, I think that we're, uh, we're certainly uh, close in a lot of other ways. Well, thanks. All right. Well, let's let's get started. Do you want to? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Well, why don't you? Why don't you explain? You know, at least your okay. post and your point of view on it, and uh, okay. and then and maybe give a little bit of background, and then I'll do the same. Sure. Basically, my post uh, was titled, you know, full disclosure, assume the position, and the reason I chose that title was it was kind of like twofold. It was, it was you know like normal assume the position and and then uh, assume the position, which is commonly referred to like assume that I have a position or a, or kind of a conflict of interest in whatever I write about. So, and then, you know, I went on to say that, you know, when I see a movie and I see product placement, I assume the person's getting paid for that. When I see, you know, just, just I gave several examples of, of what we see in, you know, in uh, media and stuff like that of, you know, TV shows when you see Coca-Cola on Friends or something, you assume that they're getting paid for that. And I said, you know, when you see, every time I mention any company, you should just assume that I'm getting something out of it, whether it's from that company directly or because maybe, you know, later on that company will advertise with me. I mean, like I, and I also revealed that, you know, almost all the sponsors that I have came from being mentioned on my uh, blog and then later said, hey, we got good traffic from you that converted really well. We'd like to advertise. So I said, you know, 
it's it's kind of once that sets in my mind, you know, it's like that does have an effect on me, and and I can't lie about that. So, you know, no matter what, anytime I write on a company, it's I mean that's probably there that hey, this company could turn out to be an advertiser. With that said, you know, I think I I'm pretty fair, but I think people should assume every time they see a company that. I have a, an interest in either way, positive or negative, in, in writing what I write based and, on and my I, experiences and exposure. So. so I think, you know, and when I wrote, when I wrote my posts, I was certainly not, not disagreeing with that, and I think that um, I was even, you know, commending you for mentioning that, hey, you know, when you read Shoe Money, this is what you're getting, and, you know, you should take it at face value, and you should expect that, um, that these types of things will come up. What I was take and and what I took issue with in the post was your potential suggestion that bloggers in general should have no need to mention, uh, as you did, that hey, I I may very well be on the take with these companies, or I may very well be seeking to get something out of companies if I write about them. Um, and and my big issue there was. Uh, I believe that it is important to do as you've done and say, "Hey, this is this is how it is when you read my blog." And if that um, if that disclosure doesn't exist, then I think that there can be a lack of trust there, and there there will be um, a, a great deal of problems. So you and I are both folks who help affiliate marketers, bloggers, companies, um, organizations of all kinds to have more success on the web. Um, in, a, in a lot of different ways. And my feeling really is that if you're running a blog and your goals are one of many, making money uh, directly, making money with through affiliate marketing, making money through advertising, um, making money in a second-hand fashion, an indirect fashion, which is kind of what SEOmoz does, right? We have our premium membership that we encourage and hope that people buy through the blog. Um, we certainly have a few clients that we work with uh, and you know, whenever we mention those clients specifically, we'll we'll mention if we're working with them or not, or if we have worked uh, with them. But my feeling is that disclosure is a more powerful uh, tool than non-disclosure. Basically, that by saying, by admitting that, hey, I am working with this company, or I am taking money for this, you enhance your reputation, you enhance the trust that you achieve, uh, and that it can be dangerous not to say uh, that I'm that I'm working with, you know, one company or another. See, I think that's where we disagree. Okay, <laughs> and that's and it's cool because that's a it's a good healthy debate here. So I I kind of think that, and my and that was kind of the point of my post was not so much like, hey, I'm trying to be honest here. It was more like, you know what, you shouldn't trust anybody, mm-hmm. and and that's just how I I really feel that people should take. And, and I think it goes just to, and maybe I've just always questioned everything. I've always been a question person. And I never just blindly trust, you know, what I read. And I and I just, um, and, and I, how this all came up, I should maybe just say how, how this all came up with me and why I even posted that was I recently made a post about something else. And in there I, I, I dropped a, a link to Key Compete. Mm-hmm. And, and I also dropped my affiliate link in there. And so, and I didn't disclose that it was an affiliate link. And so I got two or three emails of people saying, oh, you need to disclose, see the blogger ethics post here, mm-hmm. and all this. And I was <laughs> like, you know, that's BS. I don't need to disclose crap. You should, I mean, like, I'm mentioning this person, and so so then... Well, I, and anyone I just, who hovers you know, on the URL is going to know that's an, that it's an affiliate link, right? Well, I kind of uh, cloak it in a way. I do go oh, okay, through a redirection. Okay. So, and that's mostly just, you know, for SEO value. So I don't, I mean, right. Matt Cutts says you should, you know, have it redirect and then no follow, no index that redirect. So <laughs> so that's what I do, you know. And um, I do that. And, and, yeah, it does. It masks it. And um, also, so, I mean, like, the user would have to actually follow the headers. And that's fine because people look what I do, and that, I have no problem with that. But when people start telling me that there's an official guideline of disclosure and stuff, I think, and then I started thinking, you know, I have a different view on this, and I'm just going to say it, and people can take it for what it's worth. But my whole thing was, you know, I I think that people need to start making a, dis- a decision for themselves. And for me just to say, you know what, don't trust me. Don't trust anyone. You need to read what they say and then and and find out the facts for yourself. And so... 
I mean, I, I feel that, uh, and I also practice what I preach. And if somebody was to say to me, "Hey, so you're you're saying we shouldn't run auction ads?" Then I would say, "No, not based on what I say. You should do it based on what you find." And and you know, right. if I, I mean, yeah, I own auction ads. I talk about it. And, you know, but eventually the money will speak for itself. And none of us are in business to lose money. So, I mean, that's, it's just the way it is. And it's the bottom line that it, it affects us all somehow. And so don't, don't trust anybody for what they say. Do your own research and use your own decisions. And that's kind of why I feel like a disclosure policy is silly. Okay. Okay, so I agree with you on a few of those points there. Um, specifically, I agree with you in the fact that, hey, you should, be, you should be taking a lot of things on the web in particular with a grain of salt, and, and in mainstream media as well. Um, certainly, any time I see uh, the search marketing industry covered in the mainstream media, I think to myself, my God, is this how badly they're covering you know, politics? Is this how badly they're covering entertainment? Is this how badly they're covering... Uh, Economics, so so certainly uh, it, it's it's very difficult. And and my you know my trip to to China um, for the last couple of weeks would would put me in that mindset as well, where I look at the the Chinese press and say, oh, it's so propagandistic. And then I come back here and I say, well, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I wonder you know I wonder how much of this is is truly uh, you know a, a full accurate disclosure of what's going on. So I agree with you there, and I think that people definitely should be smart. Um, about doing their own research and making up their own minds. That said, I think that it would be... Uh, let, me, let me make a, a comparison. Let's say that, for example, you were watching uh, CNN on a, on a Thursday night or something, and you saw a segment, a five-minute segment, on a new drug that was coming out. And CNN did a, a very positive piece on the drug. Hey, it can really help, I don't know, with cancer, with diabetes, with heart disease. And you thought to yourself, man, that is really interesting. I am going to bring that up with my doctor. If later you were to find out, um, you know, I don't know, Time Magazine runs a piece saying, hey, CNN was paid, you know, $10 million by this pharmaceutical company to cover that, I think that people would have a huge problem with it. I don't think it would be a small thing. I don't think that a lot of people would shrug their shoulders, like, you know, as they, as they said in your comments, um, and a lot of the people who, who commented on my post as well. I think, um, you know, the majority appears to be in your favor on this issue, but I think that if folks were to see that, they wouldn't shrug their shoulders and say, hey, you know, CNN's in it to make money. They're a corporation. What are you going to do? I think that there would be shock and outrage. There would be massive displeasure, and I believe that CNN might never recover from that incident in terms of public trust. Um, I, I, I believe that that very strongly, and I think it certainly um, has manifested itself in, in several occasions in the media uh, in the past 10, 20 years. So taking that, extending that to something like SEO Moz or something like Search Engine Land, which is Danny Sullivan's blog, if I were to link to, and, and I have linked to Key Compete, Rebecca did a review of them, um, the guy called us up, and, and we said, sure, we'll take a look at the product. We did take a look at the product. We thought it was interesting. We wrote about it. We wrote about the positives and the negatives. I don't think it was particularly different from the positives and negatives that you've written about it. Um, so, yes, I think that people should be looking at that, but to say, well, you know, Rand, you, you know, you can get paid by Key Compete, and we won't think any differently of it. I think that's completely false. I, I believe that if Key Compete were paying us and we didn't disclose it, it would be a violation of the trust that we build with our readers and with our users. I think that uh, when you do uh, take money for an issue that you're writing about, a company that you're writing about, you should be telling people. And hey, if you want to tell people globally across your whole blog, look, I'm making money off this site, and here's the ways that I do it. I do it with affiliate links. I do it by, you know, taking money for the stuff I post about. That's fine, too, but just let me know. You know, give me that honesty. Give me the, the ability to say, okay, I know where this is coming from, as opposed to hiding it behind a curtain. I think that in, that, in okay. the event that you're hiding it, you are saying, I think that there's something fundamentally wrong here. If you don't disclose, then you are suggesting that, that you're trying to dupe people. And I, I don't feel comfortable about it. I don't feel good about it. I don't think that other fe folks should feel good about it. And I would certainly myself want to know if, you know, Danny took a, um, you know, a cut to mention, I don't know, the SES conference somewhere, which is, of course, a ridiculous scenario. But, you know, I would, I would want to know if Andy Beal got paid by Alexa to mention some new feature of theirs. I would want to know if, 
Okay, well, that, you know, Michael Arrington we, got I, paid by some company to mention them, you know, by some venture capital company to mention a new company of theirs. You know, I would want to know all those things. I think those are fair things for me to have knowledge about. See, I, I think a lot of things are going on that you that you're just not. Um, well, for one, I mean, just we covered you covered a lot of things there. For one, I think like for a pharmaceutical company, just in the example you gave, to you know, if there was if ABC did a story or whoever, if CNN, I think was the example you used on a a drug or something, and it was later closed that they received funds, you know, for that. I do think that does happen. I think that not directly, but through, you know, through these pharmaceutical companies, those companies spend a lot of money on advertising. And if they were to reflect positively on, say, FenFen, which is is a perfect example of a drug that everybody was like, okay, this is the greatest drug ever. You know, it's Pfizer. And, um, it's it's basically, it's everybody's, you know, losing weight with it. And then six months later, people start dying and having heart attacks from it. Well, a lot of media companies, you know, talked about it when it was good. And, you know, and then not so many of them covered it, you know, in the media when it was bad. And I think you also find that those, those uh, Pfizer and um, GlaxoSmithKline and, and some of the other pharmaceutical companies spend a buttload of money with these um, things. So, I mean, just because I think that it's it's a lot of indirect spending, and I do think that it has. And now, you also brought up, you know, Danny and and his relationship. I would, you know, an interesting thing is uh, when Danny launched Search Engine Land, and, and you know, and Danny, I, I love him, you know, and, and I don't mean this in any way. I, I would debate the same thing with him. Um, you know, I've never seen a site get included in Yahoo and Google News within seven days of launch. I mean, oh, sure, ever... and that's, you know, that's definitely and... through relationships. But to okay. say that but, there's, but... you know, that there's something uh, that's undisclosed about that, you know, to say, oh, well, right. you know, Danny doesn't disclose that he has relationships with folks at search engines, or folks at search engines don't disclose that they're regular readers of search engine land. Hey, if you see it listed on the blog roll at Google Blog Search and Google News Blog and, you know, all these places... That, that's a that's a fairly reasonable assumption. I do I do like your point about Pfizer and you know ABC. Well, let and whatnot, me let me just where finish. Say, let me finish. Sure. Let me finish. Sorry, go just ahead. A second. Okay. So with Danny, so I mean, wouldn't you say that there's some sort of monetary? I mean, like I don't I don't know what that would be worth, but I can tell you to me, if someone were to say to me, hey, we're going to let you launch tomorrow, and we're going to get you included in Google and Yahoo News within five days of launch, and your your site's going to, you know launch and be fully indexed and you know be, i mean it just i think the monetary value of that would be somewhere around five to ten thousand dollars easy just off the bat because you're i mean there's you're immediately going to get all the press every time you write it's included in google and yahoo news as a as a resource and just as for a new company to start out like that now that of course wouldn't have happened without his contacts within you know google and, and yahoo and so, so to say that there's no now, now should he have to disclose? So I mean, I mean, are you saying like he should have to disclose? Hey, you know, I, I have special contacts in here, so I get advantages that nobody else can have. I, so I, I think that that you're extending the disclosure policy far beyond, you know, what what my request would be. And my request would be, hey, if you're getting paid by a company to write about something in a positive way, let me know. And and I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily take it any further than that. I think that there certainly could be ways that you could take it a little bit further. As I said, you know, whenever I mention a company that we've done work for in the blog, it's not necessarily that I'm benefiting them or that I'm even writing something positive about them. But I will mention the fact that we've done work for them, just to be you know just to be honest and upfront about it, so that my readers know. But would you know? Does Danny need to disclose that he? has lots of fans who work for search engines and thus those people are likely to give good treatment to search engine land when it launches i i'd have a i think that's a that'd be a very hard thing for me to say i don't think that that's necessary at all and i think that google news and yahoo news are including him because they think he's valuable not because he's paying them not even necessarily okay. because he has a good relationship with them. I have good relationships with them, and I'm not in Google News. You know, I, I mean, I think that they're, right. you're literally finding that he's getting an advantage because, hey, he's writing about search engines, and what do you know? All those people know about him, and so when they see Search Engine Land launching, they're going to throw him in there. I mean, does he, 
are there other advantages that can be had by having positive connections in industries? Absolutely. Do you need to disclose those? No, not unless you're getting directly paid, not unless there's a you know, direct type of monetization. And, and I, so you know, you're, you're, I, I would so not try if, and extend my point beyond, beyond that one. Okay, what, what if, what if um, Danny was giving them a discount to, say, become the prime, the prime sponsor of Search Marketing Expo? Or do you think he should disclose, disclose that then? If he were because, giving who, sorry, if he were giving I'm just, Google? I'm, what I'm trying to say is it all revolves around this. Like, like, so they let him into Yahoo News, Google News. In turn, he then gives them a, a major, you know, break on their pay, you know, to become a sponsor, you know, of, you know, and let them in to become the major sponsor at, at his events. I mean, I'm just so saying like someone did something nice for me, value. so I'm going to do something nice for them. Exactly. But, but I, I mean, don't, a big monetary I, I still break. don't see how that's, you know, how you're uh, diluting or, um, you know, misleading an audience directly okay. there. You know, are the All folks right, well, who let's, go let's to SMX going to say, oh, man, you know, this was sponsored by Google. That was really nice of Google to sponsor this. And then, oh, wait a minute, I shouldn't think as positively about them because they might have paid something less for this because they already had pre-existing good relationships with Danny. I think that's a, a big stretch of logic. Oh, well, I, I guess my point is that we're all benefiting from, um, you know, a lot of the things that we write about. But let's let's go ahead. We need to take a commercial break. We actually oh, got into <laughs> it there. So let's go ahead and take our first commercial break. Brasco, if we're ready, let's go ahead and go to commercial. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit searchadnetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching Snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media. Now and click on solutions for publishers for more details. Value Click Media. Captain's Log, Stardate 8130.3. Starship Enterprise on training mission to Gamma Hydra, Section 14. Identify for retina scan. It's Monty Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis, but you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Fox. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. Now, all y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Khan, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Radio's 
Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. All right, and welcome back, everybody. Rand Fishkin is my guest, and we were just talking about full disclosure and blogs. So, when we last left off, I think Rand... So, basically... Um, we, we got talking about conferences, and I think we got a little bit out of our primary scope there. But, uh, you know, sure. we, well, we, we, we talked... One of the things that, okay. I was, that I was thinking about is I'd like to, you know, maybe talk at this from a, from a business perspective of a blogger. I think that, you know, one of the things is you and I have been discussing ethics, and I think that ethics often differ, right? Someone has a... People have different ethics than other folks, and what someone thinks is right, another person thinks is wrong, and that's fine. I think that it's it's completely fair to to have those disagreements. But from a business perspective, I think that it would be interesting for us to explore whether you can have more trust and build more value in your in your blog, earn more income uh, per se, by providing disclosure or not providing disclosure. And and I would like to explore that, you know, both over the long term and over the short term. So, you know, Jeremy, what would be your opinion on that? Boy, you know, um, I I think, you know, John Chow is somebody who started blogging, I think, in uh, late 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, JohnChow.com is his blog. And he has absolutely zero disclosure, makes money every way possible, including even stuffing cookies and doing bad stuff and the guy has exploded to I mean I I don't know uh, I gotta say that I, I really at the end of the day I don't think the disclosure matters at all I think people will just take the information and you know it just if it's good info they'll go with it if it's not then they won't I've never had a disclosure policy I've always dropped affiliate links um and I mean, my blog is where it's at. I mean, it's my personal blog. It's it's not my company blog, although I talk about a lot of company stuff. I guess you could say it's a company blog. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I really, I just don't think that it that it should matter. Um, and and I, I, that's where I think we're differing on is 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 just that I I just don't think that you have to say hey. This time I'm getting paid. This time I'm not. I mean, you said you wrote about Key Compete, and it's interesting that you brought up Key Compete because. The Key Compete guy actually said, hey, you talked about my products, and we enjoy the traffic a lot, but I've never paid you. And it was funny because immediately when he said that, I logged into my Mission Junction account, and in fact, he has paid me quite a bit of money. <laughs> and but he forgot I've, about it. <laughs> yeah, so if he's listed, you might want to check that out a little bit because um, <laughs> I have, and uh, I've earned quite a bit. I think just on that one post that was even in reference was almost $95. So... Mm. Um, you know, I mean, not a crazy amount of money, but whatever. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, the you thing add up is, all the blog posts you make. That that's that's right. good money over time. I mean, Absolutely. I'm I'm not going to lie. I made one post one time about Yahoo search marketing. I should actually do a complete uh, post about it. But actually, I, it was on one of my uh, experiments with pay per click and stuff like that, or or I, it might have been a coupon link or something. And and I just said. And that post has made to date almost seven thousand dollars. One post, wow. one blog post. And I mean, I can, I can, you know, pull up my CJ stats and and show that. And and I still consistently make almost two to three hundred dollars a day from from the Yahoo affiliate program. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's, uh, you know. But here's the here's the thing: is you talked about Key Compete and how you you talked about their company and everything like that. Would it have made any difference? for you to be linking to them with, with an affiliate link? I mean, would you have done it any different? So I think in exchange for, let's say I were able to somehow make $1,000, let's say it was even $7,000, in exchange for that, my feeling is that with my audience on SEO Moz, I would have lost trust um, and I would have lost some respect if it, if it had been discovered a- and I hadn't disclosed it. If I had disclosed it, you know, if I had said, hey, you know, this is an affiliate link. If you sign up through here, you know, you're helping us out, and thanks a bunch. 
I don't think that would have made any difference at all. You know, I think the SEO moderators readers might have been like, huh, that's odd to see you linking with affiliates. You've never done that before, Rand, but okay, it's cool. You're telling me. If I had done it, you know, under the covers kind of thing and, and my audience had found out at a later point, I think there would be some serious loss of trust. And I think that there would be, um, you know, readers who wouldn't come back. There'd be some angry folks. There'd probably even be companies who work with us uh, who would take unkindly to it, who would think a little bit funny about that. And they might think funny about the recommendations that we give them. They might even think funny about, you know, who we requested that they sign up for for analytics or for, um, you know, See, and I think, I think that's paid also advertising. A I think that, that those things would all come into, come into some jeopardy. I think that's also a big difference between us is where, I mean, I don't have any clients or companies. I mean, everything we do is our, we own. So we have five different companies. So I mean, I'm I'm always able to just kind of freely write, never worry about what a company might later do business me with me with or not. Mm -hmm. Which I don't. Yeah, I think from you know from that perspective, what what's positive about that is obviously, if you want to say something very negative about a company, you're perfectly welcome to. Now, I I like to think that I am as well, but certainly if that company is a client, or if I want that company be, to be a client, maybe that might be tougher, right, for me to ethically right. say, you know, oh, well, okay, I can write as negatively as I want about so-and-so. Um, now, I, I now try reading, to do it, I mean, but just, I think there, there might be a struggle there, so you, you do have a point. And, and I mean, in reading your, in your services that are start at $10,000 a month, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then you guys have the top 10 reasons why you should use those services, and the number one is, reason is because you like our blog so much. Right. Um, I mean, that's a. I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe that's pretty much yep, what that it's is. I think you're word for word. That's correct. So I mean, I mean, it, with that in mind, wouldn't you say then that in blogging you have to basically consciously think? I mean, is I mean, like, I, I just don't see how you can't be affected when you know that's the primary source of how you're getting your business. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and I would say I would say that um, from a you know, from a perspective of, well, is Rand biased when he's writing about X and Y and Z product, recommending it, that type of thing? I, I really hope that the answer there is no, and I believe that it is um, fully, you know, 100% of the time. I really do. But certainly if you look at that and you say, well, okay, but, you know, can Rand write about all the things that he might want to write about? then the answer would be no. You know, I don't get to write about a lot of things because I have non-disclosure agreements with a company. Um, you know, I have NDAs with, with some search engines, th- some big ones. So yeah. there's things that I don't, you know, that I might know about that I don't get to write about. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily ethically lax or that it really falls into the, you know, the full disclosure for getting paid on something. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't some some limited bias or some influence there. And I would agree with you when you say, hey, everything is influenced. Everything is about business. Everything is about making money. You know, do your research. I agree with you there. But what I'm, what we're specifically talking about here is, if a company pays me to write positively about them on my blog, should I tell my readers that I've received money for it? My, you know, I think the answer has to be yes. And, and, and you disagree. You know, certainly right. there's gray areas where that can extend out into, um, but, you know, fundamentally that's, that's where our differences lie. And from a business perspective, I think what we did is hit the nail on the head here because what you said is, hey, I don't, you know, I'm not um, trying to, to build a, a service-based business here and I don't have clients and I don't have all those things to lose that you have to lose, Rand, if your audience feels you know, betrayed or whatever, and, and your audience certainly doesn't. I think that was very clear from your comments. So maybe the answer here is that for different companies, different rules need to apply. And for different bloggers, you know, different rules probably maybe should apply. So from what, I mean, like, should people then maybe not, I mean, like, because uh, we were talking about trust and, and all stuff like that, and I mean, being that you need to appeal to big business and, and things like that, and you have all these non-disclosures, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I've specifically not signed non-disclosures with Yahoo and Microsoft, basically because I want to be able to talk about things as I discover them, not what they've leaked to me, you know, and right. things, and uh, so, because I want to give people uh, basically an impartial 
you know, not covered up by what they want me to say, but I want to say what I want to say. And so you're saying that you're kind of, you're limited in that. And I mean, sure, I, could I mean, absolutely. Like, I for example, I mean, like, uh, who would be well, someone what we have what I was, what I'm it's like is, I mean, for example, right? They're a travel search company. So I maybe know about something that they're coming out with, some product, some extension. I might want to write about that on the blog. I don't get to. Because right. you know, what, I guess what I'm what I'm saying is, I mean, shouldn't you think a person should have more trust with a blogger who doesn't have all these ties and NDAs and stuff like that than somebody who isn't, you know, can't write about certain things because they might not get business from them or because they have non-disclosure agreements they can't mention this or this or you know, or they're not going to talk negative ever about this company. I mean, some of the biggest companies, well, the biggest company is Google Ads, who sponsors my blog. They pay a lot of money to me every month. They, I mean, they are also who I've talked the most negative about, probably, or I've been one of their biggest, by far, their biggest critic, um, hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that. And, and I think, and also Affiliate Summit is, an, is a big sponsor of my blog as well. I've had some very critical posts um, in there and, and, and other stuff like that. I mean, I know one of your sponsors is, it's a hosting company, correct? Right, superb, yeah. And, and so they, I mean, I've seen you where on your page where you talk about everything they do for you and give them a lot of great targeted anchor text, but I don't see anything like you've given them an actual negative post at all. If, and I'm guessing not everything they do is perfect. You know, so far, uh, our, our services with them have been terrific. I, if I find something negative, I certainly will feel free to write about it with them. You know, they're not a sponsor like they're paying us or anything. They offered to give us... Um, some substantial free hosting because our tools are uh, obviously very, very bandwidth intensive. So we have multiple servers with them, um, and, and in exchange for you know that for free, they they asked that you know we would do something on the blog, and I said sure. I thought that was a you know a very good match. Is there full disclosure there? Absolutely, there is. If you read that page, you'll see. Oh, hey, this is the relationship that Rand has with Superb. If I were to, for example, simply say nice things about them without any disclosure, I think that that would be much less trusted. I think it would even be much less valuable to our visitors. I don't think people would go over and sign up with them. I don't think people would think as positively about them as if we provided that full disclosure. So well, I think you know, it's also that would out be... of your sphere, kind of. I mean, like, you don't talk about hosting companies normally. No, I mean, not generally. So, yeah. But, I mean, even if I were to... You know, let's say um, somebody like iProspect, where I know some people and I have some friends there, but I've certainly talked, you know, said some negative things about them. Um, you know, big companies like uh, what was it, Andy Beal's old company, or you know, uh, Bruce Clay, or even uh, TechLink Ads. You know. These are companies where I have positive relationships, where I like the people there, you know, where maybe in some cases we've even done business together, but I've certainly criticized and critiqued them. So, you know, you and I are in similar boats, where we have relationships with folks, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're immune to criticism or immune to honesty. But, right. you know, I think you know, that, you know, that the fu- of- my fundamental point would still be, going back to this, there's more value for me out of disclosing it than not disclosing it. I mean, like, I guess, you know, my, my whole thing is I'm saying, uh, you know, it's, it, it, in going off what you just said, I mean, I have a relationship with Commission Junction, which is owned by ValueClick. You know, they basically pay us through auction ads. I mean, all the money is funneled through ValueClick, basically, you know, to start with. And yet I was one of the main causes for a recent FTC investigation because of all the, well, they're doing a lot of shady Stuff I have to be careful what I'm saying because of the investigation, but mm-hmm. um, uh, but there's there's I mean so I I kind of I feel like a lot of times I stick it out there and my opinion and I mean so I mean it's like and I, I think and, that and that's, I think that that's honorable I think that's one of the reasons why you have traffic and why you have credibility in the industry but but I, my, I my I was, point I would was, be that if you you know if you were to apply. Um, you know, the standards that you're recommending to a lot of these blogs who right now have trust, you know, let's say that uh, tomorrow, um, I don't know, Dave Siffrey, or how about we'll use Danny Sullivan since we all know who he is. If Danny were to, you know, link over to services from uh, Yahoo Search Marketing 
and and talk about them in, in, a, in a very positive way. You know, mention something new with the Panama update that's being pushed and yada yada. And then we were to find, you know, a month from now that there was a hundred thousand dollar check that Danny received from them, you know, and a little letter saying, "Dude, that blog post was great. Thanks. Do it again next month." Would that lose credibility and traffic and visitors and trust for him? Absolutely, it would. I mean, I, I can't imagine that it wouldn't. And yet, I, I think your post on full disclosure suggests that, hey, Danny, go for it. Don't worry about it. See, I just, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm just so jaded. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and let's, let's you know, I think that that's not, you know, it's not necessarily a, a jaded or non-jaded thing. I think it might be a. Uh, hey, do I, you know, do I think that would hurt Danny's business? And I think it would hurt Danny's business. Yeah, I just, uh, we, we need to take another break, and then we, we'll come <laughs> back. This will be our final break before we get into talking anything else, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, so, Brasco, let's go ahead and roll commercials. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Milnick Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new Fangle Plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our Performance Rewards Program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtone. Hell, we got them all! Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy, you'll be squealing like a pig. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search, as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays per new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to ingenio.com slash web radio that's ingenio.com slash web radio ingenio simply ingenious bebop byron here from life tips howdy my name is josie wales ah well you i don't know if you've seen my stetson yeah, they're making those these days. Shakes and business executives. Woods. So I say that's for special occasions. He's got uh, panache. Yeah, it means flamboyance. I think for people losing their hair like I am, it's a genetic thing with me. Yeah. You're a legend in your own mind. Cowboy hats are part of my heritage. What are you talking about? All my relatives on both sides of my family are from Texas. Well, we're not just going to let you walk out of here. Okay, let's get to it. Go ahead. Make my day. I wanted to just ask a little bit about your strategy. Smith, Wesson, and me. Run for the high hills. You can get lost out here. Go ahead. Make your day. Every Wednesday with Byron White and his trusty sidekick, Melanie, on Live Tips. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere, even the wild, wild west. Blog, blog, blog. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the talk of the town. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. 
It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So, we just been talking disclosure, mainly blogger disclosure. And um, let's see, where were we at here, Rand? Kind well, of wrapping just, it up a little we bit. We just finished talking about, um, you know, whether, in, as a specific example, whether if Danny Sullivan had been, you know, on the take for, say, Yahoo Search Marketing, if that would hurt his reputation potentially uh, for people to find that out if he didn't disclose it. Um, and I, I'm not sure what your impression was. I. I wasn't quite sure whether you agreed with me that that Danny would not benefit from that or or would have some you know something adverse happen to his readership or his trust um, but the the other issue that i that I would love to talk about is the legal issue, uh, which I think you know here in the United States certainly has some you know potential ramifications sure. Um, so and is that, I, is that like a disclosure like with the re- paid reviews and stuff like that? So I think that, well, my understanding anyway is that for print, radio, you know, journalism that's regulated uh, through the FCC, if you, you know, take money for any type of, you know, advertising or editorial work, you have to mention it as such. So, you know, sometimes you'll see like in a magazine it'll say special advertising te- section, and it appears to be editorial content, but in fact, it is you know positively talking about I don't know some resort somewhere or a hotel sure. or you know a laptop or something like that. So right now, my understanding is that doesn't necessarily extend to blogging. But I know that bloggers, many of them at least, are looking to be viewed with the same authority and privileges and rights as journalists. And I would imagine that you know if if we were to carry over this uh disclosure issue and and go with your recommendation on this that you know bloggers should they fall under the licensed journalist uh you know system would experience <laughs> you know potential fees and jail time if they were to do this so i mean obviously not every blogger should be or can be or deserves to be a journalist or wants to be but definitely right. for those who do. It, I don't think it will ever apply to the Internet. I mean, you only see it in print advertising. You don't even see it on television. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was just out of, I believe it's just in magazines. I don't think they have to do it in newspapers. But I think it's just for something with magazines, I'd have to actually read the I actual... Think it, uh, I'm, I'm almost sure it applies to newspapers as well, that if you okay. if there's any content that you write, you know, you need to disclose it that it's been, you know, it's been paid for. Um, and I'm not sure how it works with television, but there's certainly been lawsuits against television where you know the advertising was unclear. Either it was dishonest advertising, or it was unclear who the advertiser was, and and those things need to be you know need to be mentioned. So, for example, I know well, the there was I think a, the difference that you that you said, which is important, is that you know journalism versus entertainment. Okay, right. because like entertainment television. Where, I mean, if you're watching CNN and they're doing a news story and they're getting paid to mention that, then obviously I think that's where the law says there needs to be disclosure, whereas if it's a TV show for entertainment purposes like The Office or Law & Order or whatever, right. and you see, or NASCAR, and you're seeing you know, the product placement everywhere, then, it's, then it doesn't need to be disclosed. So then you could look at my blog or your blog maybe, and I think your blog is definitely more of a news-based blog than mine, where mine's more, you know, I'm. You could probably say I'm more of a character, just you know, doing my thing and shooting off my mouth or whatever. Um, so I mean, <laughs> in very you know, enlightening I mean, ways. And 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 honestly, I mean, I just I still really do not feel that uh, either way. Bloggers should have to disclose. Um, well, and I would agree with it. you there. Should have to? Absolutely not. I don't want to make any rules. But what I want to say is, what is better for your business? You know, what advice would I give to a blogger? And I would give the advice of, you know, for goodness sake, disclose. I think it will benefit you in the long run, with with the rare exceptions of folks like uh, you had mentioned John Chow, right? Right. So, you know, but I think that for, you know, for your 
your large group of of bloggers in general um, you know there's two paths that the industry can could kind of go down and if if it was that path of of non disclosure and of advertising affiliation, I think that blogs universally would lose a lot of trust um, so, you know if I go to a, a blog I did go to a blog you know Geraldine and I recently um, my fiance and I you know recently went furniture shopping for a new apartment, and of course, I used delicious and searched for a bunch of blogs talking about furniture and a bunch of them had um, some really cool stuff that was on West Elm and so I love that you know if I were to look at those and then be like oh wait shit they're you know they're making money off that I mean obviously they're they're not because you can't directly make money off it West Elm didn't even have an e-commerce when they were linking over to them so you know there's no way to track that but you know that might be a a a conflict of interest that I would want to know about I would want to know if someone was was writing that, and I think that if those if those conflicts existed, and I were to find out about it later, I certainly would not have kind things to say about that blog. Nor would I be likely to recommend it to my friends, or likely to link to it, or likely to trust the information on there. But but would you do any less research, knowing? I mean, like whether they were paid for or not. I mean, like if somebody so not said, initially, right? Like the first time you find a blog, you're definitely you're going to be suspect. But after time, if you feel like, hey. I know this blog. I know I can trust it. I've, you know, I've been here a bunch of times before, and, you know, hey, here's Andy Beal on Marketing Pilgrim recommending this new keyword research tool or recommending this new um, search rankings tool suite. You know what? I know I can trust Andy, but if you know, if I find out that later that Andy didn't have that, then I go back to that distrust state, and I might go let's, back let's, to that remove him from my feed reader and stop linking to him state as well. Let's say, let's say Andy talked about a product, you bought it, and you hated it. Do you blame Andy, or do you blame yourself for not doing the proper research? I don't think I would, I don't think I would, nec- I would blame Andy. I would probably write to him and say, like, dude, this sucks. What are you, what are you talking about here? And if I found what, out what he, he got paid you for said, it, well, you know, what, what if he wrote you and said, well, I got paid for, for writing about it. That's why I wrote about it. Yeah, then I'd be infuriated. I mean, I, See, I, just, be, I just think that you have to. I think wouldn't that you be infuriated? I mean, be, wouldn't you be just crazy no, pissed off to find about? I wouldn't at all because I, this is the this is the difference between us. I assume from the go this uh-huh. person has a motive and is getting paid for writing about this product, and so I I do all the research myself, and at the end I hold myself responsible. And if I and if if you or Andy or somebody else or Darren Rouse has recommended a product or tool, I don't care if you're getting paid to write about it or not. I'm going to look at it in the exact same light. I'm going to give it the exact same test opportunity or whatever. It and seems it's hard to believe. Really, you you don't. If you know someone is being paid for something, you don't give less trust. I mean, how do you get your mind to function that way? I think that's that's like saying I trust an advertisement as much as I trust Consumer Reports, and I will do you know the same amount of in-depth research into both because I don't I don't trust either one more than the other. That's so hard for me to believe that you would see in an ad for like a Sony TV on television and be like, huh, that looks pretty interesting. I will check that out. Or you see it mentioned yeah. in Consumer Reports as the very best TV you can buy, and you'll say, right. huh, that looks interesting. But I certainly don't believe Consumer Reports any more than I believe Sony's advertising. Yeah, I think that's a stretch to say that, and even if it does apply to you, I don't think it applies to the population universally. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is the way it is. I'm just saying this is the way it is to me. That I I don't I I mean like I whether it's an advertisement that spurs my interest whether somebody mentions it whether it's on I I don't read consumer reports um, to be honest I I would assume that they're swayed I mean I, that's just how <laughs> I am you know I, after I I got to know people inside JD Power and Associates and found out that they were getting all these kickbacks and and sponsorships and and free you know stuff for this and this you know. And that's how they base their decisions on, you know, who wins their awards and stuff. I was like, wow. I mean, maybe it's just yeah. I've been inside marketing and in the very depths of it that I, I just, I mean, like, when you go to slick deals or when you go to a deal website, is there people out there that really think that these guys are not all getting kickbacks from companies? I mean, honestly, Rand, do you, when you go to, if you do, you, do you use Fat Wallet or Slick Deals or... I have been to Slick Deals in the past. I've seen, like, you know, I'll see, like, a deal for Dell monitors on there, and I think we bought a bunch of Dell monitors through them. 
Okay, do you not realize that they get, they get a huge kickback for that? They have, I mean, Dell gives them a special, exclusive, you know, uh, higher tier than anybody can imagine. And then also even, I'm sure, alerts them in many cases that, hey, we've got this going on Friday, you know, don't talk about it till then. I mean, I know the owner of, of Fat Wallet. I've, I've corresponded with him. I've talked to him at conferences. Um, well, and I so mean, I guess my question would then be, would you trust, for example, like I know the folks at CNET who do, you know, electronics recommendations, and they, you know, they're crazy about making sure that the CNET advertisers don't, you know, don't get a preferential review of their products, right, from the, yeah, I from mean, the I advertising I think that's one side. of the reasons why CNET has died so much. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, well, it, I mean that's... That's not the primary reason, but I mean, I mean, they're not making any money, and, and it's kind of. But I mean, well, do you I mean, trust that more or less? You you've got to trust it more, right? No, I don't. I don't, and I and I think I mean at the bottom, the the end of the day is the product works or it doesn't, and I don't care if I, I mean I'm going to do research. I'm going to hold myself accountable, and I'm not going to take anybody's word for anything. And if people want to listen to what I say, I just want to spur ideas in their head. I don't want them to follow me blindly. Because a lot of people will do exactly what I do instead of applying what I say to what they do. And I hate that. I say, no, don't listen. To, I mean, like, if, I, if you listen to what I say, don't do what I say. Just listen to it and think about how maybe it could affect you. And, and, and I think so many people, and especially nowadays with all these ebook overnight guys and whatnot telling people how to get rich, they, they do these things, they invest all this money in it, and then uh, they wonder why it doesn't happen. It's just everybody just wants to follow blindly an authority figure and put these people on pedestals, including myself at times. And I just am like, nobody deserves that. You need to just look at these people like they're just people out there. They're making a living. They're motivated by money. And you've got to take what they say and take it as a grain of salt. And it, hopefully it will inspire you to do more research for yourself and make yourself better or make a decision based on your own, you know, research. And that's, that's me. I mean, that's my mindset. So I think, I think that you make some really good points, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily fully disagree. The only, the only big thing that I would say is that I do believe that companies and people and organizations can earn my trust. And that over time, if I have had very positive experiences um, and found someone to be worthy of my trust, then I will continue to give it to them. And full disclosure, in particular, is something that can help to earn trust, and it's also something that, when absent, can burn that trust. So, you know, I, I think that's that would kind of be my my end point. And I know we have to we have to wrap up here. I know I have a meeting. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I mean, I could. I kind of want to say that I feel the only reason we have full disclosure is because there's some really stupid people out there, and <laughs> I know that's really good to come well, off you have bad, people like me who, you know, no, start I'm trusting not, you. And no, then no. <laughs> See, I, that's the thing is, is, I mean, I definitely know you're not stupid, but I know that you do not blindly do something because somebody says to do it. Sure, sure, I mean, but I will I mean, certainly. Like, what, I mean, like you know, like I mean, let's like, say honestly, you and I were to get together at a conference, and you were to say, "Hey, Rand, you know your you know your premium content section. Like, you should really look into providing this. I think this is a you know this is a, a tool that I've seen other people have a lot of success with, and I, you know I just think it would really help you out. I am going to go back and investigate that and and look at it." with a very favorable mindset because I trust you and, and we've built up a friendship, we've built up a relationship and a rapport and I'm not going to think to myself, you know, well, Jeremy probably has something to get out of that, you know, and that's why he told me to do it. Absolutely not. And likewise, I hope that if I make a recommendation to you, you know, you wouldn't think that way. But at the same time, right. you know, if we were to hear it from a third party who neither of us had met before, I believe that our you know, our take on it would be different. Like, huh, what's this try guy trying to do? You know, what's he trying to achieve with this? What's his motivation? But, you know, you well, and I sit down at a conference together and have dinner. It's a different story. But we've made those decisions based on our history of working together. Right. Not based on, right. And that's all I'm saying is that you've got to make your own decision based on your relationship with a person. And that's what you've done with me and me with you. Mm -hmm. And the first time I heard of SEO mods, I didn't know what it was. I was at San Jose two and a half years ago, and 
I was like, SEO Moz, what is it? Oh, it's a, I, I, didn't, I thought it was a directory. No, that's DMoz. You know, I was like so stupid about it. And, <laughs> and it was like, and then I was like, well, why would they choose .org and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, this was how ignorant I was back then, just not too long ago. And so, it, but it was like, and then I started reading the blog, and I was like, wow, this guy, you know, knows his stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I never really reacted much until, you know, and then I got to know you and start, and, and that's just how I am, as, it, whether it's, and a lot of people, you know, they see David Naylor, they see him write about a lot of things, blah, blah, blah. But you meet the guy, and... I mean, you, if you just read what he says, you might think, "Oh, here's some. This is interesting," or you know, and yeah, or all like, these what, bloggers out what is there. But when you meet about them, him, why is he saying it in five words that are never spelled yeah. correctly? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But then you meet him in person, you're like, "Oh, I think Rebecca had the perfect word for him, which is he's like an idiot savant." You know, <laughs> at night when you meet him in a bar or if you read his blog or something, you're just going, "Who is this guy?" And you see him get up on stage or you hear him start talking about internet marketing, you go. Holy shit, he knows his stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's a guy that's been there and, and done that on on both sides of the fence and and gets it. So, yeah. All right, well, we got to wrap this up. Thank you so much. I think a lot of people will find this entertaining and and the debate I, will I know go I certainly on. had a good time and I, I look forward to uh to seeing you again soon and and maybe doing something like this in the future. Awesome. Well, Rand, thanks everybody. Thank you Brasco for putting this together and producing it. And uh everybody, we will see you when we see you. Bye.